Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen. It's a show about theme park design that is technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Doctor of Thugonomics, Jim Murphy. I'm pretty sure the last time I wore jorts was in junior high school. Was on a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. Oh, buddy. Buddy, not much happened in, like, theme park news this week, but a lot happened in Disney Twitter news <laughs> this week. So you can talk. Here, let's oh, start wait, with are you. Talking, wait, are you talking about the, uh, the probation? Is that what you're talking about? No, what? I don't know about this. Is it the guy oh. that stole Buzzy? Yes. Apparently oh, he uh, no. he pled out to get some community service and like ten years probation so that he wouldn't go to jail. I because like just it. imagine that jail conversation of like, what'd you do to get in? Like, I'm yeah, I stole five. a bomber jacket off of a toy. <laughs> yeah, it's like I murdered eight men. What'd you do? I stole Buzzy. What? Okay. Yeah, I. I well, they said that Buzzy has still not been found. Apparently, so. But still, like, well, I stole a wig off of a haunted mansion mannequin yeah well mine's my story i've got two would you like the star wars land one or the drunk at disney one uh either one's fine is it by the guy that is known as drunk at disney is that the it is it is that boy (laughs) because apparently last weekend he decided to have him a little fun and rent a party bus oh yes the I saw that, yes. And at one point, oh my god, our party bus is on fire. I am not kidding. At which point, everybody at the same time was like, that's what you get for riding Fast and the Furious supercharged. (laughs) And so as it went on, he kept, like, providing updates. The Yeti liner with beer still has ice after the fire, which is a good promotion, I think, for Yeti coolers. Yale Gracie takes a moment to observe the lighting and special effects he developed for the burning town scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) Now, and then Chris responds, new photos coming out of tonight's party bus with drunk at Disney. Uh, Let's see. The firemen came and then at party bus two, they decided to go to a shady market and then it started pouring hot air out of each and every individual vent. It was nearly 200 degrees by his assumption. What the fuck is up with these party buses? Should have just rented a bunch of minivans. And then he really lived up to the drunk at Disney because he just sent two tweets in unison of saying, But did you die? <laughs> but did you die, though? Uh, and then someone put a clip from his Facebook page that says Mark Safe from the Great Party Bus Fire of 2020. I just, we gotta get in on hanging with these Diz Twitter people because they're all the best. And if it leads to party bus fires, I want to be a part of the squad. You're, you're closer in general distance than I am. Yeah. And then the other thing is if something If Disney's I, America would have been a thing... I'd yeah. have been there. And see, the other thing that was tweeted out, I actually did retweet and say I'm saving this for a future op-ed episode for a rainy day. Well, that rainy day has come. 
My Disneyland Kylo Ren interaction. Okay. So oh, oh, is this the? Is, <laughs> yeah. I know. I think I know what this one is. Here's how it went. I went with my mother. She's just as thirsty for Kylo as I am. And I'm going to just full on like ASMR this. And we were the third group of guests to see Kylo that day. Just to throw it, throw it out there, I was wearing my straight out of Jakku shirt. It came into play. They have you stand in a little hallway. You have no idea when Kylo is coming. He just swings around the corner. In which he does, looking all menacingly hot. So I opened my arms and said, Ben! He did not like that. Kylo immediately, (laughs) he immediately got into my face and said, don't move. To which I immediately responded with, oh, yes, yes. Kylo took my mom back to the photo op area. I waited and waited and waited. Kylo came back, kicked the fucking wall. Meanwhile, I'm dying because, oh, yes, I love me some feisty Kylo. Got in my face again and said, follow me. Again, I said, oh, oh, yes, (laughs) yes. Kylo pointed to the floor like a daddy boss. It said, you, there, don't move. I said, oh, yes, Commander. We we took pictures. After we were done taking them, he looked down at my shirt and said to me, I see you have conflicting loyalties. Change your mind or I'll change them for you. To which I responded, oh, yes, yes, please, Commander. (laughs) Spelled with a U. Immediately he yells, silence! I said, I can't. I have a wicked tongue on me. I may or may not have licked my lips, and my mother was mortified. Kylo again said, silence. And now I may or may not have. You know what? No, I definitely did. I said, yes, daddy. Boom! It was over! Cross the fucking line! It's over! Kylo turned away from me, walked to the corner, and his handlers quickly came over and ushered us from the meet and greet area. So that's the Kylo story. Should've taped it because it was gold. Probably not as amazing as I had hoped, but I knew I had crossed the line once I called Kylo daddy. And the one reply on this says, how could you not call him daddy? Honestly, I wonder how often he gets that. It must be constant. What the fuck are these thirsty people doing at Disneyland hitting on Kylo? I mean, I've seen it personally. It's freaking wild. It's buck wild. Why? He's not even that cool. He's just a shy little emo boy. What done did stabbed his dad. Can you imagine if you, like, walked up into, like, a Darth Vader meet and greet and called him Annie and then started doing, like, Jar Jar speak? I'm sorry you were drinking at the time. That wasn't on purpose. (laughs) I was drinking some fucking coffee and you just wanted to bring up like, Hola, Annie, Miss Jim Murphy, let's talk. Oh my god, Jim, Like, there why? would be, like, a fire alarm would get pulled in the building. <laughs> yeah. Like, you all have to leave now. So that's what's happening on Diz Twitter. I do want you to go a little bit more in depth in what we were talking about before the show, though. Because what the fuck's going on with Marvel in in Uh, California Adventure? What? I think what this is is a continuation of their idea of we don't have to pay entertainment people to be characters. We can just force our cast members to do it for $12 an hour. Oh, full Star Wars landing it, yes. Yeah, so they, they apparently, for you to get... I guess because people went so hard into, like, trying to get into Galaxy's Edge to work, they decided to do the same thing for 
the Avengers campus or whatever the hell they're calling that space. Yeah, yeah. And they want the people to... They, I guess people turned in resumes that looked like top secret, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. documents. and Oh my god! And had, like, superhero code names and all kind and apparently in order to be interviewed they took a group of them into a room and basically said you have to break into the interview like in a like a reverse escape room i fucking and they were like- only allowed to use their code names for each other <laughs> I would go full on like my favorite My Hero Academia character. Greetings, my name is Monsieur Laser Dick. I've got a laser <laughs> for a dick, and that's all you need to. And I speak French. This is all you need to know about me. I can break in there on an instant, mon ami. Let me use the laser. Shablam. That yeah, my, that's that was my favorite Incredibles uh, villain. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Caught me monologuing again. <laughs> Laser dick. Yeah, I mean, they did something very similar with Harry Potter World. It wasn't like you had to be a wizard. but You, <laughs> you had to send an owl to, to Universal. <laughs> no, but you straight up did have to answer, like, a shit ton of questions about Harry Potter to make sure that, you know, you were battle tested so they, people they, would know. They did. They, the interview basically was, like, Marvel Trivial Pursuit, sort of. Like I don't oh, think it yeah. went. I don't think it went that far, but it was like they didn't want someone being there and be like, have like a kid run up to him like, "Where's Spider Man?" and they'd be like, "What? What the are fuck you talking this? about? Are you telling me there's a spider as big as a man? I don't fucking do with that. No, I'm out." <laughs> Oh, man, that would be my character. It would be the guy, like, everyone else is, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and superheroes. I'm the one guy who knows nothing about it, and I'm just walking around there like, where's Iron Man? And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know who the hell's an an Iron Man. Firstly, even if I knew what you were talking about, he ain't here. Uh, Secondly, (laughs) let me put it this way. Snap, he's gone. (laughs) They're su- just lean down, get real close to face back. They're supposed to be secret agents. <laughs> you need to tone it down a little. It's like the time where uh, the time where they didn't want to tell anybody where Diagon Alley was for Harry Potter World, so everyone around the outside had to play dumb. And then, like, it, it was bullshit because people were like, what's Diagon Alley? I don't know what it is. And like, just where the fuck is it? I know it's um, here. Tell me where it is. That's all. That's basically how Universal is treating the Jurassic Park roller coaster right now. Oh, do you mean the new Jurassic World, or are they doing a no, roller the, coaster? Well, they're doing a Velocicoaster. And oh, like there's, okay. There's a there's like track laying on the ground, and there's cranes and crap. And if you ask them, like, "Hey, what's going on over there?" Because they haven't announced that they're actually opening it or building it, they're just like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it's the um. The like people said they would go to Galaxy's Edge and be like, "Where's the bathrooms?" And they're like, "What are those?" And it's like, where's "Don't the- screw with me right now. I'm gonna where's- shit on your floor." Where's the piss pot? Show me where the mystical space piss pots are. I need it real bad right now. Yeah, I like immersive theme parks until it comes to that, and then it's like you. Yeah. they gotta like, yeah, know. There's a line. <laughs> No, no, no. I would love if in Harry Potter world, they're like, where's the bathroom? They're like, you shit on the floor and use your wizard powers. You know, JK said it, so it's yeah. canon. I can shit on the floor of Hogwarts. If you go in the bathroom, a uh, a snake might turn you into a stone. We saw it in a movie. Yeah, exactly. No, I just love the, the same guy. Where's, where's Iron Man? Fucking dead. 
He's straight up dead. Just want to let you know, that. <laughs> yeah. he's so Did dead you right see now. See the movie? <laughs> no, no, no! I like that better. Just like you see the fucking movie, you nerd. He's dead. He's so gone. It's like when a Chewbacca was trying to tell me Yoda's dead. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't getting it. I was like, <laughs> just, I was like, just grab the kid by the shoulders. Iron Man is a young African American girl now. Don't you pay attention? <laughs> Don't you read the lore? <laughs> That's who I'm. I'm the lore master. And if any kid comes up to me and asks me some bullshit question, you I'm go like, back to Cars Land. You think about what you did. They're just like, "Where's Spider Man?" Which fucking one? There's like 80 <laughs> of them at this point, kid. Where do you want? Which one you want to talk to? Come on. We got Miles over here. There's a fucking pig over there. Which one do you want to go talk to? Oh, but Jim, this is not a podcast about reviewing dumb decisions theme parks are made. It's it's making our own dumb decisions about our own theme park known as Sitcot. It's the situational comedy of media park <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing i could do on this I, d- I don't know but it is a theme park dedicated to nothing but sitcoms and this week you gave me a challenge to really go back in time a little bit i think the only way you could have bested yourself is being like hey you want to do something for andy griffith How do you feel about my mother, the car? <laughs> yeah, so we're doing Gilligan's Island this week, Jim. We're doing a theme park ride based on Gilligan's Island, so I want to know what you brought to the table. I I really hope you went more island-based, because I went more minnow-based on this one. I was going to go hotel-based, and then I just went <laughs> to it. I was going to full-on be season finale. They made a hotel. Let's just put a hotel on um, an island. I'm pretty sure one of the movies, there basically was a resort on Gilligan's Island. Oh, yeah, It yeah, might have yeah. been no, the that... one with the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, dude, that's what it was based off of, 100% right there. <laughs> you, you, would you want to stay in the, uh, the, oh, what the heck was that dude's name? Um, Me- yeah, you want to stay in the Meadowlark Lemon Suite? Yeah. <laughs> you got that? Yeah. All the ceilings are like eight and a half or 20 feet tall for sweet dunks. Okay, so we've got the minnows. What's your minnow uh, ride? I want to put, my idea is essentially, I I don't want to say I want to do a screen-based ride, but I want to do uh, sort of, oh God, it's not even fast. I don't even want to say it's fast through your supercharged. I want to put a bunch of people on a boat and soak the crap out of them. So you've made slow and precarious. Uh, basically, you would you would get uh, put on a boat. Um, we we could do like a very like good immersive cue of like the docks outside of like I guess they were in Southern California somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually filmed the pilot or like the 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 credits for the pilot the day like after JFK was killed so like all the flags are at half mast that's a good trivia thing for you oh, there that, that's that's a fun story about Gilligan's yeah, Island so, Jim so Walt Disney finds out where he wants to build Disney World in Central Florida that happened that day and also the Gilligan, Gilligan's Island was filmed for the first time oh, weird also, history day oh also another weird thing i discovered while uh, while doing 
while watching My Hero Academia to prepare for something, and it's totally not just because I wanted to watch My Hero Academia. Apparently, the season finale of the first season of MHA takes place at Universal Studios Japan, but they never say it. Like, at one point, they're like, Universal Studios Japan? They're like, yeah, we're there. I'm like, okay, that's a weird deal you've cut, My Hero. So, you would get on the boat... And it would be rather large, like it would be like the SS Minnow, like seven, mm-hmm. like so it would hold a good group of a bunch of people. It would, they would tell you that you had to like go under a bridge to get out into the water, and that would be kind of the transition between like loading area and like show building area. All right. And once you got into this area, there would be like a curved screen sort of around you. Because I wanted, I, th- I feel like this would best work in like a turntable situation. That you wouldn't really know you were on a turntable. Like you wouldn't feel yourself moving in a, cir- in a circle, kind of like on a Smuggler's Run. It's, a, it's on a turntable. Yeah, yeah. And you would just be in this boat and the screens would help you realize, like, like would kind of go like, oh, storm are coming. Oh, crap, we got to buckle down. And then just torrents of water just destroying this boat. For like eight minutes straight, so until you back- like make it out, you make it back to the harbor instead of like crashing on an island. You actually get like back to safety because I don't think we could have them exit on an island yeah. and they go back to the far park. So it's Fast and the Furious supercharged, but also you just jet fucking water all throughout that bitch. You're putting so much water around all the (laughs) electronics everywhere, just ready to destroy people. It would be, well, they, like, I think you could do it in a way that, like, the boat itself would be mostly not electronic. Like, it would be on some kind of a a motion simulator-like system that was waterproofed. But they yeah, already yeah, yeah. do things like that, so I don't think it would be that much of a problem. But yeah, like you, water cannons out the ass, it'd just yeah. be very, very bad for everyone you, in there. Like, there would not be, like, it would be a caution sign and a warning sign and, like, a definitely, like, the gift shop would have, like, ten foot by six foot beach towels. Oh, yeah, easily. And I mean, showers. Yeah. Like, you could pay to shower at the, at the gift shop for Killigan's Island. Man, you have built, like, you've built, like, the ultimate, like, this ride can be redone so many, you could eventually after this do Shakespeare's The Tempest, you could do Noah's (laughs) Ark, you could do that episode of Pokemon where Gyarados fucks everybody up, you can do so many rides just based off of this one concept. If if people wanted to, like, uh, you know, have their last moments be a sitcom, we could do The Perfect Storm, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, Jim, here's the issue with mine, and it's the fact that I was sitting down, I was in front of the computer, I had the Word document, you know I always type everything up in a Word document, and definitely don't improv everything, and I said, oh no, I don't know anything about Gilligan's Island. I know (laughs) the theme song to Gilligan's Island, and I know the Harlem Globetrotters once visited their hotel... But that's all I fucking know about Gilligan's fucking island. So instead, Jim, I decided to always embrace the the internet and what it's given me, which is why I went to wordblanks.com, which is essentially Mad Libs on the internet, 
and I filled out my trip to the theme park, but I filled out everything using only words from the Gilligan's Island theme song or names of the uh, names of the characters from the Gilligan's Island. So uh, that's actually what I've brought to the table. <laughs> so <clears throat> and, and, and it <laughs> Casey Kasem did, and it reads. The Sitcops, the Sitcot Park is always fun to visit on a hot summer island. You felt goofy about going to the park. You can wear Gilligan, Skipper, and Ginger on the rides. Okay. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of three-hour food items to eat. If you're hungry, you can eat... Oh, you can... <laughs> You can eat delicious Mary Ann, spicy lovey, and also. <laughs> I think I think Thurston Howe the Third would say the same thing. No, no, no! I love this. You can eat delicious Mary Ann, spicy lovey, or sticky professor. <laughs> you just eat that sticky. Professor. Oh, my favorite Casey's Corner hot dog, the sticky <laughs> professor. It's, it's got a, coconut on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a hot dog, but they put like they wrap the napkin around it to look like a lab coat and they fill it with like coconut and jam. If you eat too much and get thirsty, you can buy a big bottle of cold tail. I guess it right back and I'll tell a tale, a tale that's fucking cold. You get a bottle at the front of the place that we're at. When you're full, it's time to go on the rides. Make sure to not go on a fateful ride after you just ate. One park ride is the bumper cars that have little ships that you drive and run into other cars. Now this, that actually works. Okay, I'm down with that. That's cool. You may have to wait on a lost line to get on the ride. On the line, you may see a huge minnow holding a furry crew. You can also <laughs> go... You can also... <laughs> Remember that episode of Gilligan's Island where they all became furries? Yeah. You can also go on the Fearless Roller Coaster where you can set sail and have a fun time with your Thurston Howell III. I hope I could go back to the mighty Salem Park someday. So, I don't. I thought that would actually give me some ideas, but it didn't, Jim. I mean, maybe the, the... Do you know the Skipper's real name? Um, well, Skipper is his last name. The is his first name. <laughs> I um, had to look it up because I used to know it and I couldn't remember it, but it is Jonas Grumby, which is probably the greatest name. That's a very, very good name, Jim. I guess, okay, so from that, my idea is bumper cars, but everyone's in boats and they get to wear Gilligan's Island apparel. That's all I got this week. Cause, <laughs> and, and then also a hotel. Also a hotel on an island. That's all I got, Jim. I'm sorry. I don't remember I, what that hotel was called. I don't think uh, it was just called Gilligan's Island. That'd be weird. Gilligan's Hotel, I think is what it's called. Um, I would not want to stay. Like, I could kind of see staying at, like... Yeah, I don't I don't want to stay at a Gilligan's Island theme resort. Just like I wouldn't really want to stay at, like, a Lost theme resort. It's like, nah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not that bad. I like it. But so, Jim, you've done it. I don't think I really accomplished. I don't think I understood the prompt this week, unfortunately. And it it didn't give me a lot of good ideas. So next week, I, I want to bring to the table, you know, a, a sitcom everybody loves and definitely isn't divisive on the Internet. 
Because the whole entire world was in a dark, dense place. Only 14 million years ago to imagine about it today. Fucking, I don't know the words to this theme song, I know. It's fucking Big Bang Theory, gentlemen, that's where we're gonna go. <laughs> Math, science, history, invented in history. It all started with a Big Bang Bang. So we're doing the Big Bang Theory, and I am already claiming the Bazinga Coaster for mine. I'm gonna be... <laughs> I'm gonna bring the Bazinga coaster to the table. So, but whatever you want to bring to the table for the Big Bang Theory ride, you can as we do it next week. The um, the name of the uh, resort on Gilligan's Island was called the Castaways. Oh no! I also like that you so hated the fact that we have to do a Big Bang Theory that you just went like, "No, fuck, let's fu- let's just fucking look at what that <laughs> hotel was called." I guess no. Jesus Christ. No. My my ride will be called like the. The vomit theorem. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of them have to have, like, real pretentious, dumb names where it's just, like, a uh, journey into... The journey into Imagineering algorithm featuring, <laughs> Baz- featuring Bazinga Man. <laughs> oh, but until then, Jim, where could people find you on the internet? I am, I am lost at sea on Twitter at apparently smart. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS Network programs, including the brand new show Deviant, online at a load of purebs.com. We're now at the halfway point for Deviant, halfway through season one, and it's already gotten really buck wild. So you guys need to check it out. It is a space pirate extravaganza. And then, of course, remember to support the show by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com in the op at section. Or, of course, just by le- going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS, like Ransom Meltzer, the Patreon saint of the Op At show, and he gets access to exclusive shows like FAQ, where Jim and I talk about the history of some of our favorite theme park rides. We did Figment last, we- last week, I think, and then this week, we're actually going to be doing Pirates of the Caribbean. We're recording it literally right after this, so make sure to donate, and you can get access to that, ladies and gentlemen, but of course, until next time remember to find jim and me on twitter at op at show that is spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w are you down with o-p-p bazinga